Hello everybody, and welcome to Room Service, where we bring you down to speed on what's happening in VGC and other things Pokemon. My name is Alphonse, I'm your main host for the podcast, and I'm privileged to be joined by a lovely panel of co-hosts, Jackson. Hello. And Kaguya. Hello. I mean, oddly, we may have rotating groups, rotating cast of co-hosts, but it would be cool to have a kind of stable host of people if availability permits. So, I mean, just for the sake of the first episode, because woo-woo, it's the first episode, let's do a quick introduction about what our first Pokemon game was and how we got into VGC. So I guess I'll start to set the expectations for the group. My first game was Fire Red back in Gen 3 on the Game Boy Advance. As for how I got into VGC, um, I first learned about it back in 2016 from a person in uh, my local town named Tiago Maltes, apparently who was a big player back in the day. Um, I got I, I heard about VGC then, and he got he was the first one to get me to, uh, to hear about this PC in 2016. Um, and then ever since I kind of followed the scene until I started actually playing in 2017 and then actually competing in events in 2020. And while I haven't had too many notable finishes yet, it's been cool being able to follow the scene for so long. And that is my quick story. You'll probably hear so much about us as the podcast goes on. So that's why I'm keeping it that brief. Jackson, let's go to you. All right. So first game, first Pokemon game I ever played was also Fire Red, actually. I got it for Christmas one year. Um, first Pokemon game I beat was a different story. I didn't beat, I didn't actually beat a game until Omega Ruby years and years later. I would play, I would play up until the SSN on Fire Red, and I didn't know how to get on the SSN, so I would just reset the game and continuously play up until that point. <laughs> I would just do that forever. Um, for the way I got into VGC, I heard about it also in 2016. I got Wolf's Wolf Winning Worlds as a recommended video, and that just sparked an interest in it for me. I didn't com- I didn't start competing until years later, but I was f- actively following the scene. I was theory crafting. I built my first team in Gen Seven, competed my first tournament technically in Gen Eight with the Players Cups, and I've been avidly following and playing ever since. And finally, Tanya. Hello. My first game ever was actually my first video game ever was actually also from Gen 3, but it's the better game from Gen 3. It's Pokemon Emerald. (laughs) You know, we have Mudkips, so we're better. And uh, so I've always played Pokemon, like, literally my entire life. It has influenced so much of my life decisions. But I actually uh, played singles, and I just played casually with my friends until... Like, in Sword and Shield, I played a little bit on the ladder to because I wanted to use Gigantamax Alcremie, but I didn't actually start, like, looking into VGC and how, like, to, like, really play it competitively until Scarlet and Violet started, where I messaged my good friend Jody Azarelli continuously on Twitter about every single question I would have, and I went to my first tournament in Orlando, and it... It never really stopped. I've been going ever since then, including today. Now, <laughs> hey, and man, yeah, honestly, the journey's been crazy. As we're going to be discussing, because we're talking about the happenings of VGC, and I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the reason round of regionals that happened last weekend. Um, let's go ahead and start off with the one closer to home, Hartford, because we have a noble player 
in our call right now who may have made day two. First off, congratulations, Kaguya. Thank you. On thank day you. two gaming. And I guess like um I guess uh before we uh, go into like just other like brief overview stuff from that regional, I guess talk about uh, how it feels getting to um like being able to like compete again to day two and like, I guess any highlights on your um on your day personally from from that. So honestly, going into Hartford, I was kind of just like you know, I was practicing a lot. I was really hoping I would be able to have like a nice performance and play well with my new team. It was my first time bringing Stonejourner to a regional. I had brought it to one local before where I, the Rutgers local that I finally made my first top cut. And you know, I was going along through the tournament and in round three I lost to Eric Bartlett. He had Mousehold Goldengo, but he also had Talon Tusk. So I tunneled on the Talon Tusk in team preview. I led Iron Bundle Amoongus, and I just got absolutely rolled. And then game two, I couldn't do anything again because I didn't actually have an answer for that at the time. <coughs> but, you know, one loss. I, I, I said to myself the same thing I've been saying to myself recently, which I can't say anymore after today, but I said to myself, I've never gone to a VGC tournament and not won five rounds. And then I proceeded to win five rounds straight after that. Hey. Including a win on Toller Webb, which was kind of a oh. big deal. He's a super nice. nice guy. And, like, I absolutely love this team. I've played it. If you can find it on Twitter, it's a snow team from Harvard. It's super fun. But it was just, like, really, really cool to beat somebody who was, like, a very big name. And then after that, I, uh, I played into George Tiverman. Who had sand dozo Psy spam and that was the match I, I that was the match I, I actually won to make it into to make it 7-1 and it was it was extra special because in all three games Stonejourner Terra Rock was how I won the Terra <laughs> Rock rock slide yeah <laughs> Stonejourner MVP baby that was my ghost. honestly and, like love to see it yeah, so from there, I went, you know, I played actually another person in our server, uh, Brian Yeom. He destroyed me. It wasn't even close, but I didn't care because I had finally made day two. And yeah, waking up early for day two and playing at eight in the morning was kind of like unexpected. Like I wasn't, ex I wasn't used to playing. I wasn't used to waking up super early like that twice in a row. And on day two, I didn't really play as well as I would have wanted. I did have a very exciting match against another friend, Vince, where it was um, my Stonejourner team against his Glamora Dozo. And it, it all comes down to this, like, the final... It was on game two, but, like, the final board state is really funny because it's Stonejourner is burned and is going to die from, like, the burn. And I have full health Terra Grass Arcanine against full health Chiyu with Focus Sash, Ghost Terra. And Dondozo is burned. He has the commander boost because Satogiri died from burn inside of him. So that's how he has Chiyu out. And he's at like maybe like 25, 30% health. So I Flare Blitz into the Chiyu. It brings it down to Sash. It gets burned from Flare Blitz. It dies. 
but it gets a dark pulse off, and then Dozo heavy slams my Arcanine. The Sundrainer died to burn. I'm sitting there at 3 HP on my Arcanine, and on the next turn, I quit E speed and kill the Don Dozo. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what a game. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That that is insane. So yeah, you could you could insane. say I'm a very skilled player when it comes to playing <laughs> against Dondozo. So I've actually never lost to Dondozo in tournament. I had played one Dondozo, which is Jackson, at Orlando yeah. in my round one. Then I never yeah, played against Dondozo again for the rest of Orlando, for all of Charlotte, for the Rutgers local, and then I played against four Dondozo at, at Hartford. <laughs> yeah, I. I don't I don't take pride in losing, but that was a fun, that was a fun game regardless. Yeah, I remember it, it was fondly. sick. I I like the part where I click two ground moves into your water type and you turn into a steel type. <laughs> Not my finest hour, I will admit. And you didn't have and you, you didn't have unaware, so my boost on throat spray went through. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a conversation for another day. I think it is. It is that very Orlando fun. team. It's very fun. It was it's it's good to think back on whether you lose or win in a funny way. It's good to think back on the times where you do that. Yeah, because that's what we're all here for, right? We're here to have fun. We're here to, you know, friendly rivalries and stuff. Unless you, I don't know, unless you're making content on it, I guess. But even then, you just you yeah. gotta goof around and have yeah, fun. At you some you point. gotta have fun with it, because especially in something like Pokemon, where you know, like, you know, maybe you miss a heat wave, and then you miss another heat wave. And then you miss a hydro pump, and then the opponent crit freeze burns, paralyzes, does your taxes with everything, you know. <laughs> so sometimes you're just gonna get locked out, so you gotta be able to laugh about it. That's something I'm still working on. Hey, yeah, it's a, it's definitely a process. I don't know. I guess like, you just think about like just I like, guess really quick thought about this is that I find that the most interesting thing about I guess like. RNG management. I guess a big part of it is because I tend to favor uh, power of accuracy, which means I just kind of like accept when like certain things happen. Maybe this happens to me too many times. I may change my tune, but just for the time being, I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, this it kind of comes my way, comes my way, and just uh, I'll just uh, I'll 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 cross that bridge when I come to it. I guess <laughs> I won't worry about it until then. I missed one rock slide, and I thought about I thought about never never using rock slide again. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you and I have very different views on accuracy, Kagi. It's okay. I'm, I'm <laughs> learning, okay? I have Hydro Pump on my team right now. <laughs> You'll oh, get man. through it. I have, I have Rock Slide and Hydro Pump and Willow Wisp on my team right now. I'm learning. You'll figure it out. You'll figure out that risk management. <laughs> yeah, it's super dope that we have a friend who's made day two. Just for reference, um,. Uh, we are at, uh, Jackson also made day two of Charlotte. Charlotte, Charlotte, yes. Re Charlotte Regionals, that was fun too. Um, didn't do, I did, I won, I kind of did the, uh, what did I, what did I do? I won my last round to make day two. I was on the win and in and made day two there. But yeah, that was, that was a fun, exp that was a fun experience. Um, I lost to James Beck in day two, which I still count as one of my best experiences in VGC. <laughs> Because that was a, that was it was just such a fun game, but yeah, we're not we're not here for that. We're here to talk about Hartford. Yeah, yeah, but like, I mean, point is that like 
maybe it means that my time will come sometime soon. Fingers crossed. You'll get we'll see. It. We'll see. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll still have to get ready to grind for it when the time comes. I so believe it might in be the a bit. Alphonse, get yeah. get I, I believe in the Alphonse Hail Mary run yeah, yeah. through worlds. Yeah, my hope, my hope is gonna be like it'll be like a 2024. That'll be my big year. That'll be when I get to like sit down, see all the cool options, and then um, yeah, and then all that. But anyway, I'll take down that that worlds open. Yeah, are you, are you going to Worlds? <laughs> oh, no, wait, okay, so unfortunately, I do not have enough PTO to make time for a Japan trip, no. and so I probably am not going to be, yeah, so I'll have to get started on my 2024 season through any, like, post-World stuff that will be happening, so, Bang. yeah, it'll be, yeah, yeah, it's all right. I'll 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 deal with it what I can what I can, but it'll be yeah. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll run one inaccurate move in your honor. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I guess yeah. I guess um going um so I guess uh going back to Hartford uh because I'm personally uh I guess one thing that I really enjoyed about that weekend, much as I mean, I personally like went like two four and then dropped once I got the fourth loss because um. Uh, which was I mean like which was really nice because it was always always cool being able to just like kind of chill around the venue after after you know that like okay like I'm right at a point where like I can't I um, I'm not gonna be able to end with a satisfactory score I'll just like I'll just uh, chill for a bit was that that weekend in particular there were like so many people that I haven't seen in years um, like Rutgers friends and also there's even like um, a uh, person named Elise who, like, I've heard their her, heard her voice for years That's at this point. Elise. I haven't even seen her face in real life, and then I finally do, and it was pretty great. Let's go, uh, also, uh, also, yes, met, also met uh, also met uh, someone named Sherry during that, and she was also Let's go, Sherry. as well. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, to they're my most, understanding, they're, they're pretty smashes. big in the Smash. They're most yeah, smashers, yeah, yeah. I already knew them. They're, they're, very, <laughs> they're very cool people. Oh my goodness. So, so, yeah, so that was really cool for me personally. Um, and then, and then, yeah, I guess that's, uh, um, uh, that's real, it really, uh, Kage, any, any noteworthy in-person stuff? Okay, any, so any other I, in-person I, pilots? I, I have yeah. a drop story. I'm not gonna name names, but do you think I should tell the, the, the drop story? You already, you know, I, hey, listen, you I'm know in for what it. the drop story is. It's kind of cursed. I mean, hey, hey, here's my thought on it. As long as you don't name the guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I naming names. I think it's fine. I'm not naming names, but I will mention that it was a Gargonacle player. This is important to the story. So we're sitting there. We're waiting for round six pairings. I believe it's round six because I was... 4-1 at the point. I think I was 4-1. I have, I have my list up here. It was round 6. Yeah, yeah, okay. So we're waiting for round 6 pairings, right? So I go to, I went to the bathroom. I came back from the bathroom. I'm grabbing all my stuff because they're announcing that the pairings are up. I check the pairings and I see the name of the person. I know that this is a Garganacle player. So I'm like, oh my god, this is going to take forever. But, you know, <laughs> whatever. You have to deal. That's the nature of getting paired into Garganacle. So I go over to the table, right? Uh, I go over to the table, I sit down, you know, I'm chatting with the other people around me. It's very good vibes. If you've never been to VGC Regional, everyone is like, you know, people, like some, some people are like very like, you know, like locked in, stressed the second that it starts. But a lot of people are like pretty chill. They're willing to like chat until the people are like, you may begin. 
So, you know, I'm sitting there chatting. He shows up. I already know who it is because I had, like, met him before. So we're exchange, we exchange team sheets. He looks at my team sheet. He had, like, Palafin stuff plus Garganackle. So when he saw my team had, like, Iron Bundle and Stonejourner and stuff, he was like, oh, this is a really bad matchup for me. And, okay. you know, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at his team sheet, and I see he has Choice Scarf Fluttermane. So I make a comment about it. I'm like, wow, you're getting pretty saucy with the Fluttermane item, huh? <laughs> and he was like, oh, what, you mean Specs? And I was like, oh, we're, like, 4-1. How does nobody notice that this is wrong? So I call over, like, we t I mentioned it to him, I talked to him about it, we call over a judge. The judge says, yeah, you're gonna have to change the flutter main item, and you're gonna be awarded a game loss. So having already been in the, what, he has, what he said was a really bad matchup for him, he, um, he, like, stands up, he rips up his team sheet, and he says, I drop, and then he walks away. And then I get called over. Then I get called over for hack check. But like the people around me, because I can't, I went back later. I was like I was sitting there talking to the judge. He's like, yeah, I guess you're five one now. Come over here and we'll do the hack checks because you're the first one to finish. So and the other people around me were like, that was kind of dramatic, you know. It was. I wasn't expecting it. And, you know, it's unfortunate when those things happen. I had a team sheeter at Charlotte that's really made a lot of my matches difficult for me. But, you know, it's part of it. He, I, I, I did say, I was like, yeah, I'm sorry, man. He was like, no, it's not your fault. I'm the one who made the team sheeter. But then he ripped up the team sheet and said I dropped it. I was like, oh, he's, he seems angry. And that's the Damn. story of how I didn't have to sit there and play against Garganackle for 20 minutes. <laughs> you know what? Honestly, considering how Garganackle do be, we take those. Yeah. I guess actually enough, um, I actually went up against a Garganackle um, game one. Well, I, wasn't, I, was, I guess I was technically close and I probably should have been a little more worried. I think the big thing is that like I love, I, I was running a team with like with Chiyu, Fluttermane and Bundle. So all these things are able to target Garganackle's lower special defense stat. And I just I was just was personally not that afraid at all of the matchup, honestly. So that's why I don't know. Garganackle, I'm kind of at least like at least with the team I brought in, I was just kinda of like, you know what? If you bring it, you're technically down a mine against me. That's that's yeah. how I envision it. So he yeah. Finds, he finds a way. I don't like Garganackle because he finds a way. <laughs> um in terms of the in terms of the stream though um i have to admit i only caught like i only caught bits and uh bits and pieces of it because okay because most I, of my I, most I, of watching the stream was from like just being there that weekend um, yeah being in the was, being in the place so i was the one at home i was the guy who was i was the guy who was watching the stream at home um oh nice a, nice there wasn't a too there wasn't too much crazy stuff that happened on stream like it wasn't like it wasn't like an overly dramatic kind of oh there's there's con there's controversy in the stream this today right there was a there was a caster battle that had Slitherwing on it oh yes there was there was the caster battle that was fun um round nine they streamed Juan Guzman I think that's how you pronounce his name I'm sorry if oh, I got that wrong oh yeah, yeah with a uh, Wochian Screamtail Iron Thorns oh yeah yeah, yeah. On I stream. heard about that oh yeah nine. that was very spicy he, yeah he didn't win which is unfortunate because that would have been really cool if that made day two but mm -hmm. he he ends up losing his winning in and then top eight 
in top eight, it, they're streaming James Evans' match. And he misses two rock slides in a row, and he, like, he comes, like, two inches within banging his head on the table, like, in frustration. Like, like that's the most dramatic thing that happened this weekend, or happened that oh, weekend geez. overall, was <laughs> James Evans almost banged his head on the table after missing a rock slide. I felt Aw, that. dang. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that in my soul. Yeah, it's, it's, un it's unfortunate. Like... It was like again. It wasn't. It wasn't an over. Like there wasn't a whole lot of like crazy hacks that happened. There wasn't. There wasn't a whole lot of weird stuff. But yeah, it was just. It was. It was just dramatic the way that like the stream kind of concluded, right? Because that's like you know that's one of the last matches of the day, and that kind of left like that kind of left like a like oh, I don't know. It kind of clouded the rest of the games for me because I just kept thinking back to how he had reacted, mm. like. It, it was just, it was it was really a minor thing when you really think about it. I think double missing. I, I think missing rock slide twice is kind of like I I, I feel that I feel that in my soul. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an understandable reaction, but I could I just couldn't stop thinking about it. it. Seemed a little over the. It seemed a little much, but I suppose that's James Evans for you. He does that right. kind of stuff. Yeah. No, I'm I'm definitely on the like I I, I might try to be like. A little bit less about it but like if i double miss rock slide twice i'm gonna like have my hands i'm gonna have my head in my hands i was like i can't believe this is happening to me uh trying to figure out some uh some other things too i guess the i guess the the other uh last thing that uh, about i guess some of the stream stuff i guess we're gonna also discuss this later because after we after we talk briefly about malmo we'll we have a little segment where we're gonna highlight some teams and i don't know i guess in general there were a lot of cool teams i like the i personally liked how azumarill was like starting to pop up more because i know palfin was the big thing yeah, uh going got into second the... right um, got azumarill second. did get second yes and i'll be going to them um, and they got uh, another notable finish too i believe top 32 or top 16 under Colin Hire. Um, yeah, and I'll be talking about Ryan. Yeah, yeah, top 32. So, yeah. Uh, but, I don't know. L like, listen, I just think Azumarill's a cool guy. And, like, I know, like, Palfin's, like, the star of the show a lot of the time. But, like, Azumarill having this, like, higher, higher floor is always yeah. really neat to me personally. So. I think it's interesting. I'm looking at the top. I've got the top eight pulled up. Six of the top eight teams at Hartford had Iron Hands on them. This was the Iron Hands tournament, and Azumarill oh, yeah, and Azumarill Rain still managed to get second place. And there were six Iron Hands in top eight. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess like that's interesting, right? Because I'm honestly because Wild Charge exists, and Wild Charge is kind of rough. But when right, you think about the right. fact that its other move is a fighting type move, and Azumarill resists that move, and so plus Azumarill can hit. Yeah, and so that's even also like, has Goldengo and. Iron Hands on it and Amoongus on it. There's a lot of stuff on that yeah. team to, like, handle hands. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that was interesting, like, the reason why the Iron Hands thing stuck out to me was because the last tournament before this one, Portland, mm -hmm. there were four, there were three Great Tusk in top four. Like, you have the Iron Hands regional immediately following the Great Tusk regional, and you would think that all the great that people are like, oh, Great Tusk is picking up. Let's use it. You don't think let's pick the Pokemon weak to Great Tusk and do good with it. I think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that AV Terra Grass hands is like a menace. That is true. That thing is a problem. Word. Because <laughs> you know bundle usage was also very high back then, and I think that's why a lot of people were starting to put hands on the team. 
Because, you know, you already have, like, the Gyarados that doesn't want to be in front of Bundle. The Chiyu is alright with being in front of Bundle, maybe, if it can get the read right, or if it has Sash. Yeah. And then Bundle you have Amoongus, who doesn't want to be in front of Bundle. <laughs> Ting Lu can be there, but it's, it'll take a chunk. So I think Hands was definitely a big adjustment to the rise in Bundle usage. Yeah, Bundle was on half of Day 2 teams at uh, Hartford. So yeah, I love bundle. Yeah, I, I'll go into I'll go into later why I love bundle because we have a little segment where I'll be able to wax about bundle. But <laughs> yeah, but bundle bundle is cool. Um, so yeah, all in all, like seriously, like fun fun weekend and props to props to Kage for making day two. We have quite a few friends also made the day two. So quick shout shout out to Yanchuk, Vince, um, Paul Chua made a uh, top sixteen. And then finally, uh, Sohai made a uh, top four. Let's go, so, like, Sohai. Shout out to all of them. Yeah, yeah. Out to all of them. They're all cool. They're all they're all really cool people. Friends of, uh, well, friends of us because we're all in like yeah. So all that whatnot and yeah, Hartford, Hartford definitely at least for me fun social experience and it's awesome that it got to be a pretty banging game experience for, uh, for quite a few of us. Um, however, that was not the only regional happening that weekend. Technically, the one that started before Hartford was Malmo, and I wish I caught more, uh, more, uh, more of the stream. I kind of just watched like little bits of video um, after um, after Hartford. Uh, but all I know, the main thing is that is that um, I just found it very crazy that uh, the Dunsparce. <laughs> <laughs> made it into day two yes the dunsparce team that dunsparce it's that team was insane oh yeah it's Dun also the same team as a squawkabilly by the way made it to top 32 nine and five yeah what the that's that is a like, solid finish that's such, a, that's such, a, that's such a cool team Squawk even though i hate, <laughs> I hate the dunsparce so much but that's such a cool team <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'm a certified hater. I really don't like Dunsparce and its parts. <laughs> also, there was more than one Sarina in top uh six in top thirty two as well. Yeah. Let's, okay. Guess. Okay. Real quickly about talking about that. So obviously, grass type wise, you can't really beat a Mungus on a lot of teams. Like Mungus is just that good. But I just feel like of the of the priority blockers, I'm probably the most fondest of Serena because I don't know Serena just like just hits hard. Has grass coverage. Yeah, if you're looking for uh, like, if, yeah, if you're looking for offensive grass types, like the most like like when I think of offensive grass types in this format, you don't there aren't very many. There's a lot of Pokemon that will Terra into grass. You'll see Terra Grass Energy Ball Glamora around, but like that's it. That's that's the most grass offense you'll be able to find in this format. So Serena actually fill helps fill that void if you need that on the team. Is grass mm -hmm. offense. That's its niche. That's we why had, we had one, but unfortunately it was Flutter bundled out of the format. Poor Meowskarada. Oh yes, yes, Meowskarada. Yeah. See, yeah, when, you, when you have to ask which one was that, that's how you know Meowskarada is gone. <laughs> that's yeah, that's fair. It's too slow. It's much too slower. It's too slow and too frail. Serena is significantly Base 123 slower. speed, and it is too slow. What a format. That is. What a format, boys! <laughs> I know, right? It will be like that sometimes. Um, but at, firstly, me as far like surprisingly enough, uh, my aggressive proclivities make me really, really fond of Brood Bonnet. 
because it does a lot of, it, it has the redirection and spore stick of Amoongus while being able to hit things really hard. So I did get a lot for that reason, actually. It's just a bummer that it's part dark type. So it's kind of hard to bring it and, and, um, and not be able to, and just have that slate flutter main vulnerability. Honestly, you can Terra to fix that, but it's, um, it's definitely a bummer that like you're kind of forced to do that if you want to bring Brute Bonnet against a team that has main, which, mind you, is what, like 70% usage right now? It was on 24 of the 32 teams at ma top cut mountain in day two. Malmo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was on like 40 of 60 day two teams at Hartford. Like that's just that's a that's is that's approaching Incineroar levels of usage from Gen Seven. That's absolutely insanity. Wait, what? Yeah, I th Incineroar was... hit like 75. percent Oh, according okay, to, okay. According to Picolytics in uh, Gen Eight, P Incineroar was at 75 percent usage. And I'm pretty sure Fluttermane hit 75% at one of these regionals. Jeez. Dang, it's, yeah. It's nuts! Any Pokemon yeah. that's on more of half of teams is too good. Yeah, yeah. It's hey, just, no, yeah, it's no, definitely no, no. just because the I nature of I promise you, the you do not want this format without Fluttermane. Yeah, like, it definitely helps. Like, like, like having a po like, having one Pokemon to kind of centralize about helps with team building. Because you know everyone's going to have this. You know you can prepare for it. It makes team building on my, at least on my end, it makes it a little easier. But if there isn't that, I don't yeah, even, I don't it's even gonna think be it's just crazy that. wide open. I, I think the format is in a place right now where Flutter is keeping a lot of things in check behind the scenes. There's a lot of Pokemon that would be really problematic if we didn't have Flutter to answer them. Mm. Great Tusk would be even worse. Oh yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I guess uh, I guess really go going really quickly about like uh, while we're talking about meta trends, one thing I really like, uh, really cool to see from uh, from this weekend of regionals, um, is that a lot of weathers are surprisingly balanced against each other. Because I feel like you'd usually think that sun, which is really my favorite Sandstorms. of the weathers, um, <laughs> and, uh, um, like you think that would be like the top dog because it boosts the paradox mons, which are already good mons by themselves. But Damn. turns out, nah. Like, like rain definitely um, isn't holds up by its, uh, enough to be able to win Malmo and get second in Hartford, and then and then snow and snow and sand are not that far behind. I think sand. I enough. think sand is really bad. Yeah, well, well, yeah. I guess sand is technically like the worst of the bunch. Personal take. Personal take. And I'm very biased because of what my team is. Sand is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> sand is just not as good as the other weather. And that's funny, because you think the worst one would be Snow. You'd think it'd be the Ice one. Snow is good, because Iron Snow's Bundle good. is a good Pokemon. True. Yeah. Iron Bundle to be paid. Them Specs Blizzards off base 124. <laughs> oh, I tried to build a team that was like, you booster bundle, send it out alongside Symbiosis Florgus to pass along... <laughs> I, I, I tried it with specs, but I switched to Life Orb later so I could still protect. And then you <laughs> send it in and you get, like, max booster speed, but you also get the, like, Life Orb or specs damage. It, it ended up being too much to set up for it to be consistent, but the one or two times I pulled it off in testing, someone on the other side of the screen was very, very mad. <laughs> Speaking of Pokemon that require setup, um, Palafin. Palafin had a massive. Palafin had like a dramatic drop off at Portland, right? Like it, like yeah. it, it won OCIC. It's got, it's won a couple of regionals. It's gotten good results, 
and then it kind of fell off the face of the earth for a little bit. He's being bold. You look at Malmo Regionals, there were two Palafin in day two. One of them got top four, and the other one won it. Yeah. Do we think Palafin will make another research? Wait, wait, in day two? There was several Palafin. Do you mean in top eight? I'm looking at Ma- No, I'm looking at Malmo. Oh, we're talking about Malmo. Yeah, I'm looking Malmo. at Malmo. There are several Palafin in, like, top 64. Well, day two was only top 32. I'm talking about oh, day two. Oh, 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 They have the whole thing listed as top 64, so I assume yeah. that was... Was yeah. the roommate, that's everyone? No, no, it's just top everyone 32 who made was day, oh, okay, Top 32 okay, 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 was okay. day two. I see, I see, I see. Top 32, yeah, I, yeah, I got you. My they were bad. both Terra grass, not Terra water. Oh, okay. Okay, I, I, have, I have a hot take. Alright, I have never tested it, but I think... Maybe Terra Fire Palafin would be worth looking at. Ooh, that's like nice. Terra elaborate, or... elaborate. What makes you curious about it? Okay, so on the Palafin teams, your check to Palafin is when you get to burn it or put it to sleep. So that's why they're doing Terra Grass. But the Palafin's being checked right now by Bundle being on 50% of teams. What if you weren't weak to Wave <laughs> Or what if, what if you weren't weak to... Freeze-dry? Like, okay, because if you're Terra Water, he can just freeze-dry. If you're Terra Grass, he can just freeze-dry. If you're Terra Fire, he at least has to guess. Or or you hit a Hydro Pump. Yeah, Terra but, Steel he, but he, he be has better. to guess. What about Terra okay, Steel? Yeah. Would Terra Steel be better? Because that still resists freeze-dry without being weak to, uh, without being weak to the, the Hydro Pump. The point kind of being, we've only really looked at Terra Water and Terra Grass. And Terra Flying for the people who are running Inject Pack Acrobatics. That was a thing I saw a lot of on Showdown Ladder. But, like, I feel like if Palafin, if, if you're someone who really wants to make Palafin keep working, maybe something to look at might be exploring other Terra types. That is a fair point, because, yeah, because all we've been looking at is damage, damage, damage. How much can this base 160 attack Pokemon do? But maybe it doesn't need all. Like, you have other tools to support him. Like, you have, like, maybe. Fake Out, you have Amoongus, Arcanine on that team. So maybe another defensive Terra would be something worth looking at. Yeah, both of those teams in Malmo that I talked about were Amoongus, Arcanine, Fluttermane, Palafin. Like, that was your core four. Right. Let's go Palafin. But Pelipper won. Yeah, Pelipper was the one that won. And I think yeah. that might be... That, that would be... That's something I want to keep my eyes on going forward, is... Is this resurgence of Palafin? Is this resurgence of Palafin with Rain? I think Rain is. I think Rain is pretty strong. Like I, I built a Rain team on my way home from my locals today. Like Palafin is just such a strong mon, and just like, and I again as a sun sim, as like I like, dude, I definitely am on the train of trying to pump as much damage as I can into one single mon. So I completely understand the motivation of okay, I got a Palafin. I can never do very powerful water type moves. Like, can make him even stronger in rain. Boom, baby. Oh, man. And I guess the, uh, I guess the other thing, too, is that, I guess, interestingly enough, like, other than, like, Terra Water is obviously a damage booster, but I always still find it interesting how Terra Grass is a way to circumvent Amoongus. So, because it's always nice to be able to, haha, ignore your rage powder, haha, I can't get spored. Yeah. Imagine being such a powerful Pokemon that you shape the meta around, like, you shape this meta around you. Like, Amoongus yeah. has been so good since it released. Like, they had to introduce safety goggles as a check to Amoongus. Right, because yeah. Because Amoongus was so good in Gen they've been, 5. They've been hating on my son since day one. And there's <laughs> any still top usage. 
You can't stop. Yes. You can hate all you want, but Amoongus is forever. Yeah, you get Dang. that. Sa- yeah, you get those safety goggles. You get that Terra Grass for bonus safety goggles, and he's still on three of the top four teams in Malmo. But... Yeah, let's go, Amoongus. I love yeah. Amoongus. Yeah. I love Amoongus. Amoongus is like <laughs> so cool. I love when Amoongus pollen puffs, and then he pollen puffs again. I gotta admit that that uh. That much as I'm a again, much as I'm a sun simp, I did. I was encouraged by my friends to at least give the balance bulky offense style a whirl. Um, having gone through that arc, I definitely respect Amoongus so much more than I did in the past. That mon- Amoongus is just a mod that helps games, helps make certain games easier because you can because yes. it's just very easy. Like, all right, I get to press the sport button. Press the rage powder button. I'll occasionally press the pollen puff button. It just, it just does all the things it has in its toolkit really well. I'm, I'm yeah. okay. I, I'm, I'm still like, you know, I'm not like the most experienced player, but like I've spoken to a lot of people about Amoongus. I've spoken to a lot of like top players. Like I've had conversations with Choppa about Amoongus and Soave and June, and you know, like they have generally agreed that like Amoongus is a mon that is like. Amoongus requires skill to use. Like, Amoongus is, sure. like, Amoongus is like sure. one of the mons that is like, if you're a good player, Amoongus can show that off. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Amoongus is definitely high skill ceiling mon. Also, Amoongus is really cute. Let's go, Amoongus. Cute is oh, high, subjective, it, to that, be that's personally. That's subjective, Kaguya. That's yeah. subjective. <laughs> yeah. Also, apparently, Amoongus learned Scary Face, which I was I thought was really fun. <laughs> Okay, see, it has a scary face. That is less disputable to me. I I just thought it was a fun fact that it learned scary face, because I don't think its face is scary at all. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, Alphonse, I think we're about to move on, right? Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's going to be like, speaking of Amoongus. Yeah, I'm sorry. Every every time Amoongus gets brought up, I go on a tangent. Yeah, no, that's fine. But real quick, before we move on, I do want to give a quick shout-out to my friend, he goes by Swamp on Discord. He won seniors at Malmo. He won the senior nice. region Let's at Malmo go. with Choice Band, Outrage, Thunderfang, Roaring Moon. Yo, that's spicy. That's, crazy. that's yes. so that's spicy. Yeah, that's he took, yeah, yeah, he took that regional down. Yeah, like yeah, like Outrage is picking up on Dragonite too. Like you never think, you never look at oh, Dragonite Outrage. It's got okay. random targeting. Let me I'm, slap this on a Choice Band mon and yeah. go. I'm not a hundred percent sure if I'm keeping it or not, but I was testing Stunjerner with Choice Band Dragonite, Ugh, and I was sitting like so there on ladder, right? I'm sitting there on ladder playing against uh, like a grim, a grim snarl screens team, and the last mon left is Corviknight. So it's sitting there behind screens. I hit outrage, and it does thirty-seven percent on a resisted hit through screens. Choice oh, man, Dragonite, outrage with power spot is a problem. Yeah, that sounds like a nightmare. Oh, oh man, yeah, it's a good thing I'm the only one using Stunder. Well, no, there's a, there's a few. <laughs> of us. There's a few Stunder users. There are dozens of us. Shout out, to, shout out to Andrew, the other Stunjerner who was alive in in uh I, I need to see exactly what placement it was for at Hartford. At Hartford. Probably top sixty four. Or no, no probably like top one twenty eight, I think. But I don't yeah. Really remember. Right, I yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was no, only two of us. It was me and Andrew Johnson. So shout out to Andrew Johnson for also keeping the Sundrener dream alive. It was really funny. <laughs> we, we we both had like Sundrener and we both had Amoongus. But his team was like Sundrener, Amoongus, and then Chin, Pao, Dragonite, Chu, Flutter. While mine was like a bit more balanced ish. With like, you know, like Bundle, Arcanine, Paragraph. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to give a shout out to Andrew Johnson. Let's go. Yeah, the you know Stun Journer boys are it's a Stun Journer, yeah, world. exactly. <laughs> the Stun the Stun Journer bros going on a Stun Journey. Yeah, well our guests are we're 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 going through all these teams already and I believe but but we want to kind of highlight in particular like one team that I guess we want to like give a few more bullet points than we did some of the other teams went over. So I'm gonna go ahead and start off with uh, Ryan Hague's second place team from uh, uh, from Hartford. So like obviously we mentioned Rain is good. Azumarill pickup and usage is also really nice as well. Um, but I think my person and also it was with Iron Hands as well. But my personal favorite part of this team that I think is the biggest brain thing about it is the Golden Go. Oh, first yes, off, it's a Choice Go. Scarf set. Yeah, first off, it's a Choice Scarf set, which is relatively unprecedented because i feel like um a lot of times it's run either leftovers or it's ran choice specs but never choice scarf so that's the first adjustment that also like, makes a lot of sense in a meta like this where you have like bundle and main that are going very fast that's one cool thing uh the other cool thing is that uh is that usually choice scarf usually like your like choice specs actually has like as like to make it rain shadow ball and then you run a uh, trick and then you run like an, and then you run in a third offensive move for coverage, just like you know, just in case you do it. Ryan Hake's team is brilliant because the team has the trick and it has the two stab moves, but then the fourth move is nasty plot. So you have a built-in <laughs> plan to trick your choice item onto a Pokemon and then set up like with nasty plot. So you're as good as the other Golden Goes that like can set up Nasty Ply, and then you get the best of both worlds, where you can either go super fast or or trick, and then go for this longer game, and then and then even the crazier situations that I think happen on stream, if I remember correctly, was that you not you 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 twice you scarf a mon, and then you Nasty Ply a few times, and then you take your scarf trick, and then you go make it rain afterwards. And this yeah. is just the biggest brain thing to me. Because for the longest time, it's like, okay, like, obviously you run Make It Rain, because Make It Rain's busted. And you run Shadow Ball because of Stab. But then, but then you have this, you always have this fourth move after Trick. It's kind of like, I'm like, sure, I guess I'll put you there, just because. But it doesn't really feel like you're as good as the other moves, you know? Yeah, but then I'll, I'll click you sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Well, then go paid someone off to have make it rain be that good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely bribed someone. Yeah, but then Kin comes Ryan with the okay. You know what? You don't really need the other coverage move. You just run nasty plot because you'll have plans where you'll just trick on trick, trick your scarf, and now you can actually switch moves. You press nasty plot, and then you go off. And it's really just oh snap. I still can't get over this because I loved using Golden Go back in Series 1 and 2. And it's just mind-blowing that it, I didn't even think about the possibility of having Trick and Nasty Plot in the same set. Because you're not usually running two status moves on a choice Pokemon. But it works! <laughs> Golden Go's just that good! I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, you, you can, yeah, again. I, I love using Golden Go. It's so cool this Golden Go innovation comes out. Even in a format where I thought Golden Go usage would go down like a little bit. 
um, which to be fair, it has. But like, man, I love this team. So yeah, yeah. that's my main highlight. Um, let's go down to uh, let's actually. Um, I believe because Jackson, you're gonna cover a team from Malmo. So let's go to Kage first, actually. Yeah. Alright, so I talked about this a little bit earlier, but I want to talk about my favorite team I played against on my Hartford run, which was Toller Webb's Snow Team. So there's actually a huge document you can go and read where they, it was like a group effort, they all studied like all the different snow iterations, and they eventually settled on, you know, Bomb Snow Bundle, they had a fast mode of it and a slow mode. And they picked up some other pieces along the way. The team consists of a bomb snow bundle with like, you know, like double blizzard mode. And then there's a trick room mode with Bronzong and Tinglu. And then as pieces to kind of like manage more difficult matchups, they had Serial Edge with Clear Amulet, Flashfire, Terra Grass, Swords Dance Serial Edge with all that and then they had a it kind of picked up a little bit ago where the, it was like the Vivian Ting Lu and then Obama Snow Bundle so they had Vivian as well there with the friend guard tail pa- tailwind pollen puff rage powder and honestly it was just one of the most fun teams I've ever played against ironically Stonejourner was the reason I won that set as well <laughs> uh, apparently in testing Tolly told me about it after he uh, did not enjoy the Stonejourner matchup it was very it basically comes down to when I read with wide guard and if he gets wide guarded a lot he loses because mm. a lot of the move, a lot of like the bigger offense is like you know like the choice banting Lou earthquake, or you'll have the bundle blizzard or the the bomb snow blizzard. So if you can call those turns right with wide guard, the matchup becomes very difficult to play. Right. I was just gonna say like I guess like of the team like really quickly just Vivian is always just a very interesting mon to pop up because of the fact it's a tail it's a it has a it's a mon with both friend guard and tailwind. And so obviously it's a very like potent combo. You're kind of locked to having Sash just because of its frailness. But like, I don't know, it has a very interesting combination of moves. That like when someone figures out how to use it, it doesn't surprise me that it does well. I like that the Vivian yeah. on this team is Terrabug. <laughs> yeah, like oh, yeah? you need that extra pollen. It's probably max speed, max special attack, so you need that extra pollen puff damage if it really <laughs> to it. Yeah. Right? Like that's that's what it's for. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, the end games where you just have Vivian left and you're like, alright. Gotta make sure this pop up hurts. Let's, yeah, let's, let's pump go. It, let's pump it up. Most of the ter- most of the terrors on this team are also offensive. Like you have mm, Terra yeah, yeah. Terra Ice Bundle for the Blizzard and Freeze Dry to hit really hard. Terra Ground on the Choice Panting Lu. Uh, you have the, ter- the Terra Bug on Vivian because I'm I'm not even sure he ever terrored it. And then <laughs> I, okay, I said most, but it's like half and half. And, you know, you have the Terra Grass on Serial Edge. That's pretty normal, pretty standard stuff. It's normally either Steel or Grass because you have Flash Fire to cover for that weakness. And then Terra Water on Obama Snow to deal with, obviously, you know, like, fire types. And fire types. And yeah. the one that kind of stood out to me when I was reading the team sheet was actually the Bronzong Terra, which was Terra Fairy. Because I had run into a lot of Terra Fire Bronzong, so that's kind of where what I was prepared for. But he kept it at Terra Fairy, which ironically was 
another part of the reason why I was able to win the set. In game three, on the first turn, <laughs> I made a really big read on turn one. Uh, he had led uh, Bronzong and... I believe he led Bronzong Bombasno, but I'm not sure if that was the right lead. He led Bronzong plus something. And I think the bait was for me to attack into the other slot, but I, or to like attack into the Bronzong slot with Shadow Ball, mm -hmm. but I actually read him Terraing the Bronzong, and I like, ter I Terra Fairy Dazzling Gleamed and Rock Slided, mm -hmm. so I got like a I got a ton of damage off. I might have killed the Bronzong, I don't remember, this was... A bit ago, but I it, it was like I made the right play and I did a lot of damage and it was hard for him to kind of crawl back from the turn one read. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We take those. We take those. Yeah, oh, I, actually, actually, I, I, I believe it was uh, Bronzong Ting Lu, and I wide guarded and I Terra, I wide guarded and Terra, uh, Terra Fairy Dazzling Dude. That's I think what the play was. So I blocked the I blocked the EQ, so it was locked into EQ, and the Bronzong took like a million damage. Nice. <clears throat> yes. Sorry. Wait, even through Vessel Ruin? Well, you, um, so Stundrader's power spot actually makes it. Oh so that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that instead yeah, it, of having, it, it just ignores it, right? No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't even just it. ignore it. it. You still get a five percent boost to your damage. Right, right. And my my flutter is already life orb. So it's like, Ooh. you know, you're still getting the damage. Terra Fairy go boom. Terra Fairy does go boom. <laughs> you got that Dang. nuke button. But yeah, uh, there's a rental on Toller's Twitter. He has a whole, like, document about snow. I re recommend anyone who's interested, definitely give the team a shot. It is very, very fun of a team. And if you read through the document, there's kind of, like, explanation on, like, matchups and the certain modes that the team can go into. There's a whole bunch of different ones. I'm particularly a big fan of using the Serral Edge on this team, but yeah, I just I I would want people to play this team. It's very fun, and it's definitely my favorite one I played against all weekend. Oh wait, perks of uh, perks of podcasts is that in the episodes we can have descriptions, so I could put this in our like in like the description of the show notes and all that. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely trying to plug Toller's team. This is like, yeah. if I wasn't playing what I'm playing right now, I would definitely just play this team and like try to build on it. Noise. Yeah. Okay, good stuff. All right, and I think we, ha we have the spiciest for last, go crossing the sea over to Europe. Jackson, take it yes. away. Crossing the, sea to, crossing the sea to Malmo Regionals, we have Jamie Boyd's team. Now... If you were following his Twitter before this event, he tweeted out, you know, there's, you know, there's that trend of like, I'm bringing X to this regional. Good luck. Have fun. He tweeted, I'm bringing banded screamtail to Malmo regionals. Good luck. Have fun. It's power. It's actually banned. It's power band screamtail, which if you don't know what that does, it cuts your speed in half. It's an EV training item, but it cuts your speed in half as it's VGC relevant effect. And that's the first mon, <laughs> is this power band trick room howl scream tail. It's got Terra Poison Brute Bonnet, a little more standard. You've got Close Combat Booster Energy Iron Hands, which is less standard. The, do 
It's a Dondo. It's got Dondozo Tatsugiri. I'll come back to the Dondozo in a second. The Tatsugiri is Life Orb with Terra Grass. So it's a very interesting Tatsugiri set, in my opinion. Like, I don't... Like, I've experimented with Life Orb Tatsugiri a little bit, but I've never experimented with Terra Grass. That's the interesting part to me. Mm, okay, okay. I guess the theory being that if you Terra it and then switch in Dondozo, you can't get put to sleep by Amoongus immediately following. And it lets you get those, and it lets you get a powerful dragon attack off immediately afterwards. You have Assault Vest Torkoal with Eruption, Overheat, Clear Smog, and Flare Blitz. So you can take advantage of those howls from Screamtail. And then I want to look at the Dondozo. The Dondozo is Terra Steel, which is the adaptation because Clear Smog won, was it EUIC? Clear Smog Amoongus, I believe, won EUIC. Yep. And. Right. That was obviously a Don, that's a Dondozo check. So you bring the Terra Steel to try and avoid that again. And it's Safety Goggles. Safety Goggles, Terra Steel, Oblivious Dondozo. Well, it's basically like, this is like the anti-Dondozo check Dondozo. <laughs> in my I'm opinion, gonna, right? I'm gonna burn it. <laughs> right, right. That's where, I can, that's, where we, that's where I'm gonna reference my Orlando team real quick. Is because... Way back in series, way back in series two, first event of series two, I ran Terra Steel Safety Goggles Water Veil Dondozo, because Intimidate wasn't around and everyone was just burning it, so I ran that instead. So and I think it's, the, I think it's the same concept here that he's trying to go for, which is you beat what beats Dondozo. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. what this team, I'm pretty sure, is built around. You beat what beats Dondozo, and then Dondozo can steamroll everything else. I just, I just find it kind of ironic that a, a good portion of this team, other than the Torkoal, actually gets walled by Terra Grass Arcanine. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why he has the Torkoal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you have Heavy Slam on the Dondozo. It, yeah. It, and you can just howl through it, I suppose. This is also you just howl actually. Uh, also, I just, I don't know if you mentioned the other two moves on the Screamtail. Oh yes, it's Psychic Fang's Drain Punch. I did not mention those. Those the, are funny. The Chad Scream Tail. I'm the carry now. <laughs> I know, right? The Drain Punch Howl Scream Tail. Ready for them Bro. reverse sweeps. I know somebody sat down for their first round at like 8 a.m. and they read the team sheet and had a stroke. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Bro, what does Power Band even do? <laughs> to be fair, this is Jamie Boyd. Boyd's kind of known for running unorthodox stuff, but I, th I think this, the, is, this is just absolutely insane. I think the Torkoal set is really saucy. I like, oh, yeah. I like the AZ Flareblitz Torkoal. Yeah, Flareblitz <laughs> makes so much sense when you realize that Fluttermane has low defense, and so you probably get the knockout on Fluttermane against a lot of Fluttermane sets. I think you do, actually. Hold you on. Do, and it, you do, and it lets Torkoal take advantage of the Howl, like Jackson mentioned earlier. Yeah, yeah so Flareblitz. Cool. I, I don't even think I've ever looked at Torkoal's attack stat. Torkoal's attack stat is 85. That's not so, that bad. That's actually, on par wait, with the special attack. Wait, 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 wait. Torkoal's attack is special attack at a save? Yeah. Certain, so, yeah. Wow. I did not know that. What other physical attack? Wait, physical Torkoal, though? It really yeah. goes to show how powerful Sun is the moment you put Sun yeah, up. Yeah, if you look at, if you look at, 
Yeah, plus one Torkoal Flare Blitz will KO max HP 116 defense Fluttermane. Oh, so okay. okay. Time. So, what is what is that? What is that? What is this range? Hold on, I want I want to know what's what's the maximum this thing can a guaranteed one shot. Wait. 188 investment. 252 188 on the Fluttermane, and you one shot it with plus one Flare Blitz. Oh my goodness. Yo, Tark will be getting some some pretty some pretty nice physical attacks against heavy swale. <laughs> I got stomping tantrum, Stone Edge. Oh man. I guess EQ. Wait, hold on. If if you're a physical Torkoal believer, I'm trying to see you top eight. Oh my goodness. Someone, someone go out there and do it. Make physical Torkoal the dream. I think one of the most astonishing things they find about Jamie Boy's team is that and when he's talk when he on the Twitter post where he's talking about the team, he mentions that the Scream Tail is the thing that that makes the whole team make sense. And I just find that very impressive considering how gonzo wild the Scream Tail set is. And it's yeah, somehow it's the glue wild. that makes I'm wondering actually, I'm looking at this I'm looking at these stats, right? Yeah. Screamtail at minimum investment with power band hits 52 speed. I'm wondering if this Torkoal has speed on it. Oh, good question. Because it, because it doesn't it wouldn't need all the bulk if it's running AV. So if you throw some speed on there, you can outspeed your Screamtail. So you underspeed in Trick Room. So you get the howl before you right. fly. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering if that seems like that would seems like something that was at least considered. Like it's a decent chunk of investment. Yeah, I gotta imagine that's why he said it's the thing that makes the team make sense because there is that interaction. I gotta imagine that's the team is kind of crazy too. I really like the hand set. Like that's yeah. like that's insane hands with no drain punch. He said fake out detect. Oh yeah. Wild charge close combat and it's booster, so you know it's just trying to kill things. Yeah, it's the trick room way, baby. You don't yeah. care about the you don't care about the longevity. You just care about the big big hits. Because I, I feel like Hands is generally such one of those Pokemon that's like, he's there. He's trying to like stay on the field and outlast everything. But this one, you have close combat lowering your defenses, and you have wild charge making you take recoil. This hands is just here to murder everything in its path. Yeah. I think the mark of a good Dondozo team is how well the other four mons on the team work together. Mm. And those four mons look like they have beautiful synergy. True. Because you've got the fire type, you've got the grass type, you've got the terra water type, right? You've got the howl for all three of those phys all three of those quote unquote physical attackers for the Torkoal, right? Yeah. You've got all of you've you've just it's such a beautiful combination of wacky things to put together. Yeah. And especially if it's it works just... in the end, true. Yes, and then you have a Dondozo. Yeah. Which is a Dondozo. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a, like Dondozo is a problem. Like like all like Palafin are still running haze. Like Dondozo has kind of fallen off a little bit. Like not a whole lot, but it has fallen off a bit. I just wanna point out People keep saying that Dondozo is gone. I played against four Dondozo at Hartford. I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's gone gone. I'm just saying you look at like Hartford, there were nine out of sixty teams with Dondozo. Yeah. Like he's he's like, not he's not king of the castle or anything, but he's around. He's still kicking around, yeah. yeah. So like I mean you look at you look at Dondozo and like if you look at the type of teams this thing fits on it fits on a like Dondozo Tatsugiri fits on a lot of different things. 
Yeah. As like a, you need to finish this and let's put it together. My team has no water offense and I have two slots left. Exactly! (laughs) (laughs) Just bring this Don Doge. That might actually be be an interesting team building process. Just build around every, just build like a four-mon team. And just don't don't use any water types. And see if you can fit Dondozo on it after. That, that would be an interesting thing. I don't know if I'll ever do that. Because honestly, the only Dondozo variant I ever got into was the beautiful budget Kyogre that got into you know, surf life hate, form hate, from UIC. Dondozo has hilarious Kaguya. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's hasty max speed. <laughs> it's hasty max speed, max special attack. So attack. So it's good. a beautiful Dondozo. <laughs> Oh, it it happened so to me strange. one time at 4 in the morning, I forgot the Surf Dozo set existed. And I'm sitting there laddering, and I see Surf come out, I was gonna cry. Yes! <laughs> I was like, no! Oh, man. <laughs> I was gonna burn him. Oh, man. <laughs> it does so much, even on resisted hits. It's insane. But weirdly enough, um, but weirdly enough, surprisingly, Don Dozo's not this thing I'm excited about building around after all this regional stuff's um, for me, I guess, yeah, I guess, I guess, so I can segue into this, I'll start off first <laughs> by saying that I'm personally most, um, uh, most excited about, about just getting out of my, like, getting out of my balanced bulky offense arc and just getting back to pumping big numbers with sudden hyper offense because nothing is more beautiful than setting up Tailwind and setting up Sunny Day with a Murkrow. And then having your mons just deal massive amounts of damage. Like Fluttermane and Great Tusk, loves of my life. Chiyu, also amazing. And then uh, on and often I actually like having these team bundles because bundle just does so much. Like after after as long as you're having booster energy and boosting speed, you just you just get to do you you just get away with so much because you get to lower speeds with icy wind. You, you answer every Gyarados in existence with Freeze Dry and just don't care about that mon. A lot, there's a lot of mons in general you don't care about once you have a bundle out with Freeze Dry and just it's beautiful. I love I love that archetype so much. So that's that's the thing, thing I'm currently fiddling with. I don't know if I'll be bringing it to any events anytime soon, but that's definitely the thing I, I, I feel most comfortable trying out on ladder at this moment. Jackson, how about you? Well, I am I'm the Dondozo guy. I brought Dondozo to all of my tournaments so far even my even like the even the small grassroots tournaments i've only ever brought dondozo to in, since scarlet and violet came out and i don't intend to stop that anytime soon um so i'm fiddling with dondozo um i'm look i've i like the jamie boyt idea um of terra steel that's something to fit i think that's something to fiddle with at least going forward and like kaguya was saying like it might be worth looking at other Dondozo Terra types. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, Palafin... We've talked about Palafin. Like, Palafin is still good. Like, don't get me wrong. Palafin is still good. But there were only two at, at Malamo Top 32. And, like, and you know, like, it's got bigger problems right now, I think, than, than Palafin. I think its bigger problem right now is Shen Pao. Mm-hmm. Like, the Sacred Sword and Haze. Yeah. Like, that thing is... The, that's the problem right now. So, like, you gotta look at... You, so the rest of your the rest of your team has to be capable of at least dealing with that. But that's what I'm working on. I'm working on trying to build the Dozo team that doesn't insta lose to Shen Pao as well. Terra Fairy. 
don't know. That's just my idea. No, 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 no. That could work. That could work. Terra Fairy could work. Noted, noted. That would get mauled by a Moongus, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. Yeah. You get, you get completely walled out by a Moongus if you're Terra Grass or Terra Fairy. That's fair. You could go Terra Fire. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Terra Fire, Terra Blast, Dundozo. I was going to say, just Terra Fire all your water types and give it Terra Blast. Just Terra Fire all the water types. All of them. It sounds stupid. It sounds stupid until you get hit by it. Yeah. yeah, it sounds yeah like it's and it it also sounds good until you get hydro bumped by an iron bundle, but yeah, I th I think it's something again it's something to fiddle with I think. Yeah. Oh, anyway, Kagia, what are you working on? Still stuck on uh, Stunjourner stuff, so I'm assuming. Okay, so uh, for the sake of Milwaukee, it's next week, so I don't think I should build a brand new team. This is true. <clears throat> so I'm just like fiddling around with my Stunjourner team, trying to see what I can. Make changes to to make it a little better. Maybe patch up things I think I'm kind of struggling with right now. And then after that, for NAIC, the only thing I can really think of outside of like if something crazy happens before them uh, is maybe I would want to do an exploration on Toller's snow team. Try to see if I can make like my own version of it. Okay. <clears throat> One of the things I had considered is that the team doesn't really have any fairy type offense. And I think ground, uh, ground fire fairy is like a very good offensive core. You do be right. <clears throat> yeah, ground ground fairy is like perfect offensive so cover. I was actually yeah. looking at Gardevoir mm -hmm. as over the over the Vivian slot because it can give you fairy offense. It has a billion support moves. Yeah. So like you can do like, like you can do like helping hand. So helping hand with the choice band earthquake, and it has telepathy, so it can still be immune. It has yeah. stuff like heal pulse or life do to do the job of that pol that pollen puff would do. It's got destiny <clears throat> bond if you want to be funny. Yeah, it's or got destiny wish. bond, healing wish. It has icy wind if you want uh, speed support. It has knockoff. Mystical fire. It could have screams. Mystical fire. Okay, okay, all right. So I think maybe right now that would be the thing I would think of. It gets wisp. Wish, yeah. Trick Room, <clears throat> if you need another Trick Room setter. Okay, it's okay. a little physically frail, but that's never stopped anybody. <clears throat> yeah, it's, honestly. Yeah, I, think <laughs> this is like, I think this is, like, probably what I would be next to look at outside of the Sundrainer team. Okay. Gotcha. <clears throat> also, you didn't hear it here on Trick on the Room service, but I am... I am considering looking into Jigglypuff for some for fun content. <laughs> it's a funny Pokemon. Oh, but definitely don't bring it to a tournament. This is for fun only. Yeah, no, no. We were we were talking about this before the before we started recording. Jigglypuff gets friend guard, right? Jigglypuff gets a lot of support moves. Okay, it gets parish. It's, it's, it's a parish song that's the same speed as Torkoal. So if you kill the other two Pokemon and send out Jigglypuff in parish song. You will be the last one to die if you can survive the terms. Man, that's crazy. I, yes. I found that out yesterday with the Aaron Jeng's Meryl video. Congrats to him on 200k. Yeah, congrats to Aaron Zeng. Yeah, he's a he's Cybertron BGC. Aaron Zeng. Yeah, Let's go. he's among the goats. Oh, man. But yeah, speaking of, uh, speaking of Stonjourner, you've actually had a t chance to test something with Stonjourner recently. And by recently, we, came, we mean technically the same day as recording because you had the privilege of being able to go to a local, 
around your I area. So, I did so bad at the local. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah, I know <laughs> what's wrong, but yeah, you just talk about like, some of the fun stuff's about it, I guess. Alright, so it was, uh, it was my first time going to a local in the DMV area. Uh, it was really cool. I got to see a lot of people that I had seen before. Ironically, both uh, Brian Yom and Eric Barlett, which were my two losses in day one at Hartford, were both present. Um, I had... <clears throat> so I was originally given a buy round one, but then somebody showed up, so I played the round one. Then I got a buy round two, where I went to go get some five guys because I hadn't eaten all day. Amazing. And then I played against, uh, I, okay, I'm trying to remember the order here. I believe I played against Rajan Ball. Uh, you guys might have seen him on Top Takes. Yeah. He's a pretty cool guy. He was running, um, like, you know, like, Mercosan, basically. So I played against him. The tailwind matchup was a little rough. I, I made some bad calls on some of the turns. I made some pretty obvious things. I was the uh, the adaptation I was testing on my team was over the paragraph. I was testing Choice Man Dragonite, and I'm not a hundred percent not a hundred percent sure if I want to keep it or if I want to keep looking. But it it didn't serve me too well at the tournament because the people I played against played very very well around it. Oh yeah. Uh, then after that, I played into Dan Fitzpatrick. Uh, he was playing kind of just like, you know, general balance stuff. Uh, his iron hands kinda, kinda rolled a lot of my team. Uh, it was pretty rough to get it off the field. I didn't bring Arcanine, I probably should have. But, that's, you know, you sometimes you just don't make the right decisions in team preview. I think that one was the most, like, you know, I could've, I could've done that better. And then I played against Yotam. Uh, <laughs> there were some turns that were unfortunate. Uh, my Terra Ice Freeze Dry boosted up by Power Spot left his Iron Bundle at 1 HP. And it turns out it is a 50-50 roll whether that KOs or not. Oh, jeez. And I also missed a Will-O-Wisp, which made me very sad because my Arcanine normally hits those. Uh, I did think it was funny that all three of the people that I lost to were in top 10, with two of them being in top 8. I don't actually know what the results were, because I had to leave, but it was pretty cool. Justin Tang was there. It was really cool getting to see everyone play. Uh, MV. MV was there. MV oh, Pokemon YouTuber. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there. He was killing He was in top 4 by the time I left. Jeez. I think he was first in the standings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I think he went 5-0 in Swiss. Dang. That might be true. That might I might not I might not know what his name is, and I might be reading this team sheet wrong. But I just know that he was in top four. Yeah, honestly, the fact what that you I have love. all of these, all these like super like well known and like even top players that you get to play with at a local must that I can't imagine how crazy that feeling must be. Yeah, there's just one thing. Wolf Glick, please go to a local that I'm at. I really want to play you. I've been trying to. I've been trying to play you at the majors. It's not working so far. I, I want to play you because you've taught me so much about the game through your videos. I'm trying. I'm trying to get the the Wolfie versus Kaguya match. I want to see where I stand. <laughs> Well, well, Kaguya, I'll tell you this, right? By 
if you beat me and James Beck beat me, then you're at least on the same level as James Beck. Bang. I love you, Nui Lodger. And if James Beck is top four worlds... You know, then... you know, if, if I beat Toller Webb, right? And Toller Webb won worlds when he was a senior. <laughs> I'm basically a world champion. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> no, Inui Logic is such a funny, like, thing that exists in the world. In Smash Bros, it's very commonly referred to as, like, like uh, it was kind of called like was was your what's your like X number like what's your MK Leo number, where it's like, how many people did you, like how many wins away are you from like you know like if I beat X person and X person beats Wolf Glick, my Wolf number would be two. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! It's like one two. <laughs> I, I I might have messed up the like I don't remember exactly how the counting of it works, but. Yeah, it was just like a very common thing that happened back then. I thought it was funny that you were like bringing it up kind of the same like Inui logic. Mm, okay, okay. Oh man. Um so yeah, so very cool that you got to do a local. Um this th- there's another local happening this weekend around the New Jersey area. Hasn't happened yet. It's going to be happening as it is recording tomorrow on the Sunday. Um but I'm excited for it cuz I'm going to be caster for the event i always love casting the local scene and all that if you if you see my enthusiasm here it's basically a similar amount of enthusiasm on the mic for these matches and it's also the new jersey area people from new york will come down too and you basically get these super competitive tournaments just for a pc and it's honestly really hype you get it's some really cool stuff happens here so i'm excited yeah yeah should be really oh man um oh, i guess uh one yeah we're gonna be winding down soon i do want to talk about oh uh, the one casual police of pokemon news i think it's like the main one that's like around here really is about pokemon home because oh. everything around that has oh. been an absolute clown fiesta <laughs> um i think it might be coming Bring out Tony the Tiger on home. may 30th but honestly yeah. i'll believe it when i see it We'll find out. Yeah. We'll find out in yeah. a few days. Just a just a very brief a very brief summary, a very brief summary for those people who have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, somehow, somehow. despite you being who here have, like an hour, about the, who have not heard about the Pokemon Home update, um, they said it was going to be the 24th, and then they said, "Nope, J.K. Lol, we done goofed. It's not going to be on the 24th." And then a couple of days later, there was an announcement, like not an official announcement, but it kind of like came through the grapevine that like there was going to be a Pokemon Home update on the thirtieth instead. And and there's been no announcement of whether that's Pokemon Home compatibility for Scarlet and Violet, but Scarlet and Violet's also supposed to have a patch on the same day. Like, we don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah, is what I'm trying to say. Like, it's just it's like like Alphonse said, it's kind of been a clown show, clown fiesta. Yup. I I mean like mind you like I'm ex- like like realistically because it's not gonna be relevant to VGC at this moment I'm not really that worried about it but like I I just still think from an optic standpoint it's just yeah. <laughs> really really um really dumb but I am very excited once it once home does come out and like once we do get close to formats where the mods from home will become legal there's like just so much to talk about it's gonna make for some good podcast content. 
but oh yeah, yeah. ready to talk about Ursa Luna in a competitive format? Oh I'm, yes, sir. I'm, Let's I'm, go. <laughs> I'm running Hisui Gujra. No one can stop me. Oh, oh, no goodness. one will stop you. That mod is insane. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's good typing. Um, plus, I, I already have I already have play. the Gumi plushie, so you know. It's... <laughs> yeah, true. It, it it would be destiny, but yeah, I think. I think I want, I want Tony the Tiger back and Game Freak. Give him back. I mean, it is gonna no. come back. It's inevitable at this point. Give him back now. Actually, this is a question that I had asked some of the other people. I'm, not, I'm sorry to like prolong this a little, but I just have a question. What Pokemon? What a Pokemon, if any, are you waiting to come back? I'm personally waiting for a few. I'm waiting for Reuniclus, Dusclops, Incineroar, Tapu Fini, and. Snorlax. I would be lying if I didn't say Tapu Fini. Tapu Fini is one of my favorite competitive Pokemon. Um, I just, you know, I love it. It's variance control. Um, one Pokemon that I do think would be very interesting in this format is uh, Escavalier. I think Escavalier would be very interesting in this current format. Like, like it's it's also one of my favorite Pokemon. I picked up a plushie of it at Charlotte. It was very cute. It's still sitting on my bed right now. Um, but, like, it's got, like, it's only got one weakness, right? It's only got one weakness in fire, so you can Terra out of that. And there's only, like, one good, there's only, like, one or two good fire types, and it's, like, Chiyu and Chiyu, I Arcanine. guess. Arcanine. <laughs> Arcanine. Arcanine. You got Chiyu. Hey, Tauros, yeah. Tauros got top eight at Malmo. Yeah, oh, but, true, like, true. I, suppose, eh, I suppose that's fair, but, like, fire types, like, in a purely offensive role is Chiyu, and that's about it. So, like, it's definitely something you can play around, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, so, I, like, I, I guess there's Torkoal. Yeah. I guess, Even so. I guess like, Torkoal exists. What's this Cavalier speed stat? Hold on. It oh, it's like, I feel like saying it's uh, 20. It's either 20 or 30. One of those. I know it's low. Like, I know it's way, way Yeah, it's, it's notably 20. low. It's 20. It is tied with Jigglypuff and Torkoal. Okay, nice. Okay, I knew I knew it was particularly low because I remember. Y'all ready for Iron Ball Escavaliers? You can underspeed, <laughs> so you can underspeed Torkoal. Wait, nice. Iron then... Ball. <laughs> <laughs> it Iron, Iron Ball Jigglypuff. Oh my god! No, Kaguya, <laughs> get off the Jigglypuff, please. <laughs> I'm gonna be thinking about this for the rest of the day now. Oh my goodness! Ah. Oh man, yeah, but. That'll be great stuff. And with that, oh my goodness. No, before, oh, wanna, yeah. We want to talk about any upcoming regionals. Oh, oh yes. Yes, 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 yes. There's upcoming regionals. Um, As we record this on the 27th, one week away is Milwaukee. Can we talk about the so fact June 4th. that flights are really expensive? Ah, June 4th and 5th is Milwaukee regionals. So if, it, so if you want to, uh, I, I don't know if it's too late to register. Or if it's for Milwaukee, or not, but... it is still it is still open. You okay, can, Milwaukee's still open, but I right now. but th yeah, but there's probably not a whole lot of space left, so get your tickets now. Um, I'm expecting personally, I'm expecting to see Palafin pick up a little bit. I'm expecting Chin Pao to pick up a little bit. Um, I think I've seen both of those around quite a bit. I keep running into Chin Pao Dragonite on ladder because that just won, and so everyone's trying out the brand new shiny toy. So, that could be you. That could be you, dear listener. That could be you trying yes. out. The, that could be, that could be you trying out the new shiny toy. 
man. Yes, yes, yes. Try out the Shinpao Dragonite, please, so we can all, uh, so we can beat it with our pre-planned strategies. Um. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um. Yeah. And then Fresno. Kage, do you have the date on Fresno? I'm not sure when the date is. I can pull it up right now. Yeah. Fresno, same deal. Whatever starts in Milwaukee will, uh, will continue from there. And then it's on to NAIC. Then it's on to NAIC. June 30th, it starts... Fresno is, of... Fresno is uh, the weekend of June 10th. Okay, oh, wow. so it's like, so it's kind of, so, no, so it's June 4th and then June 10th? Yeah, it's, 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 it's next weekend is Milwaukee, the weekend after that is, uh, Fresno, is Fresno and then two weeks later, three is... weeks later, wait, three weeks, three weeks yeah, later three weeks. is uh, NAIC. And then it's a month from that to Worlds. I will There's be no at, I will be at Milwaukee and NAIC. Yeah. I will not be going to Fresno because that is a very expensive flight to go to Fresno. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be interesting. We've got a nice good slate of regionals coming up. Yeah. Nice good way to spend my weekend. Where's the NYC? Sitting now on the couch regional. watching regionals. Where's the New York yeah. City regional? Yeah, always a good time. Oh, I mean, like, uh, well, well, Hartford, I guess, was our tactical one for at least now. But I, we usually get, um, I, at least in the past, we've had it in Secaucus. I don't, I don't know with, if the numbers of this continue, if we'll still have it there, because I, because I've been told that Secaucus's venue is on the smaller side compared to other venue stuff we've had. But I think that's usually the angle, like, like Secaucus or Hartford or like, yeah, yeah that's usually our. I'd like to see. I'd like to see New York City Worlds. I think that would be very cool. Yo, uh, like trust me, I would be so into that too. It'd be the easiest worlds to get to. It would be so simple. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, okay. okay this, this is not completely from like a unbiased perspective. Yeah. Um, I definitely just don't want to pay for like a three hundred dollar flight or right. to go to some random place or like yeah, yeah. a twelve hundred, eighteen hundred dollar flight to go to the other side of the. I'm, like, I'm very excited to go to Japan. Yeah, like, like, Jackson is probably like, you know what, I'm gonna have to travel no matter what, so, like, whatever, but... Hey, yeah, I'm the hey, Florida boy. You had, you had your... Uh, uh, I was born in Florida also, but you had your <laughs> regional close by. Yeah, I you did. Had I, had a... I had no regional. There's actually a fair bit of stuff down here, but it's all, like, awfully yeah, placed I, I guess me. Charlotte wasn't also... Charlotte is also not too far. Yeah, 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 Charlotte was close enough that we... Char yeah, Florida to Charlotte is not too far, we could drive that. I have to fly for NAIC. I'm flying for NAIC. Mm -hmm. I do have to fly for that one. Yeah. I'm not driving. I'm not driving to Columbus, Ohio, from my hometown. This is this is a good idea. I think not driving is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, we had a. We took a family trip once, and we drove to Idaho, as a family trip once. Not doing that again. Mm -hmm. That was a that was an experience. Dang. Yeah, yeah, I'm personally gonna just be like just watching the re watching. Um, I I'm not I'm not I'm not traveling to any of the big events, uh, coming up. So I'll just mainly be rooting for anyone going there, any friends I have going there from the, uh, from home, and I'll be able to tune into the streams. Should be a fun time because they usually are like especially with friends, usually usually a good time, and all that. Yeah. But with that, oh my goodness, the the twisted dimensions are turning normal. <laughs> and so we've reached the end of our podcast. Uh, we can. Um, I, um, I personally want to make sure we all get like a one non-Pokemon thing. We just get to like talk about real quickly, just like one one statement about it. 
For me, I got to run a D&D campaign again after three years of not running this campaign, and it was a blast. My players had so much fun, and I was really satisfied, because especially because I didn't do that much prep for it, honestly. But yet it went <laughs> really well, so that was cool. Uh, let's go. Let's go to Jackson first, because he's down the list. So yeah, Jackson, what 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 non Pokemon what non Pokemon thing do you want to highlight? Uh, there's a new Zelda out. The new Zelda oh, game yeah. came out. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure you I'm sure you guys have heard of it. It's everywhere right now. Game of the year, game of the decade, whatever you want to call it. Dang. It's absolutely insane. We lo- <laughs> I love it. Kaguya apparently loves it because that was his thing. No, I, I was about to say I I told I bought the game the week before Hartford. I told myself I wouldn't play it until Hartford was over. I came home. I came home from Hartford and I played League of Legends for a week while practicing with my team for the local. <laughs> and I was literally about to, right after this podcast ends, start Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, oh you're goodness. gonna love. You're gonna love the opening. I will say nothing else. You're gonna love the opening. Yeah, here he does. Such a good start to a game. All right. So, oh yeah, Kyle, did you actually want to say something else, or was that your main thing? Yeah, I was just going to say that I really hope Tears of the Kingdom is as good as everyone's hyping it up to be. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I have a curse with Zelda games where every Gale game you've bought, I've never finished. But I, I, was, I know the series is a good one, and I give massive, and honestly, I have mass respect for, like, anyone who, like, enjoys those games. They're just somehow not my cup of tea, but I guess I'm a weird person, so... No, that's like that? no, that's fair. No, that's uh, fair. It's not for everyone. Although, if you if, have you tried Breath of the Wild, because it's it's not the I same not. as like the other. It's it's not yeah. like comp- it's not really comparable to the other Zelda games, in my opinion. Yeah, it's like a completely different, different. It's a completely right. different style. Which they have said that they're planning to like move more in this direction. Which oh. I know some of the like fans of old school Zelda are kind of like sad about. But personally, I really like the new direction. Like, I love the old Zelda games too. You can't argue with 10 million sales in three days. Yeah, I like, love. That's the, hard to argue with. I love the old Zelda games as well. But if they are moving in this direction, as someone who really, really liked Breath of the Wild, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. No, no. Maybe I'll pick it up. Maybe, yeah. I I really do have uh, quite a list of games I want to finish through. Like, I'm, I need to finish God of War Ragnarok. I'm on a friend's recommendation. I got the OG Resident Evil 4 back in October for like a few, for like, I think it was like two or two, somewhere between two to four bucks. And so like, and so like, I want to try that out, like just so like I have that done. And then, um, oh yeah. And then I think the next thing I want to do is like Spider-Man Miles Morales because. Ooh, I've heard that too. No, okay. Yeah, because it was a sequel. I do have one more thing to say on Milwaukee. The Milwaukee regionals, we land on the day that the movie comes out. And I'm so oh. sad. I wanted to try oh. to organize. I wanted to try to organize like going to go see it, but June lands at like 10 p.m. Aw, mm. dang, man. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that after this family trip I'm going on starting this Wednesday. So. Yeah, we we might take a family trip to go watch it. Honestly, like my dad, <laughs> my dad was a huge fan of the first one. My siblings loved it. My little brother is a huge Spider-Man fan. Like. They are we might take we might go good. watch it opening weekend they're very good oh, the, the first one yeah. was, the first one was incredible and i can't first one was fantastic see. actually the my yeah, local comic book shop is having like a raffle or something to get tickets to go see it early Ooh, ooh, nice nice that's cool they're pretty cool if y'all are in the dc area check out phantom comics yeah they're pretty cool. i have i have christened i've christened practically every flight within flight entertainment with at least one viewing of 
of an Into the Spider-Verse, <laughs> at least at some point <laughs> during the flight. So, yeah. So, needless to say, I love that movie, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Man, guys, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for being on. Hope we get to do this a bunch more. Yeah. Best of luck to everyone competing in regionals going forward, whether that be this weekend or NAIC or if you're just waiting till Worlds. Best of luck to all y'all. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. All right, folks. We're going to be wrapping up. Hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.